Dynasty Bowl one hotline. Thanks for making that call. Your home for everything Dynasty and all fantasy football. On the line is Robert Ives and Goat Rush One. What is up, everybody? Thanks for making that call. Welcome into the Dynasty 411. I'm your host, Robert Iams, your home for Dynasty and all fantasy football. On today's episode, you guys haven't seen him for a while. I got him back on. What's up, Jarrett? What's Go going on, y'all, man? What's going on, y'all, man? Trying to get this consecutive streak back to going, man. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it sure has, man. But I, I could not miss the, I couldn't miss this episode, dude. It's week six. Just deep. close, you know. We, you only got it, you know what I mean. We getting close, dude. We almost, we almost to eight weeks right now, and uh, bodies are dropping. <laughs> yeah, for real, crucial bodies are, are dropping, dude. It was so crazy to see how, like especially on sleeper and a lot of little leagues. I mean, dude, everybody that had all that cream hunt stock was so excited. And now it's gone. <laughs> and now it's gone. And now it's gone, dude. That was like, but, but I promise you, dude. I don't think this is the first rodeo of the whole little situation of people thinking, "Oh, I, I get Kareem Hunt, and um, when Chubb goes down, I'm gonna have fun." Like, I don't think Kareem Hunt actually he hits, but he, he got a couple. He got a couple years of not hitting. When when Chubb goes down for those one or two games, you know what I mean. So yeah, it was so it was so like dang, and then boom, there you go. That was like, I think that was about the funniest thing this weekend. Talking about the game last night, you got the Bills, the Titans, the Bills. Man, their defense was looking good. They've been looking good. They've been yeah. shutting people out, and I thought, you know what? Maybe the Titans. I don't know. If they're gonna be able to. You know, I knew that they were going to be able to get some stuff done, but I wasn't thinking it was going to be like this. Oh, I was thinking either they're going to have to stop the run, they're going to have to stop Derrick Henry, and just let Ryan Tannehill have to throw the ball to A.J. Brown and Julio Jones all game. Right. Or they were going to – they're just going to let them – let Derrick Henry run and they're going to stop the pass or something. But none of that really happened. <laughs> Excuse me. At all, um, right. except for Derrick Henry ran all over the Bills. Twenty oh, carries, one hundred and forty-three yards, three touchdowns. Um, I told you guys, I, there's times, there's leagues where I drafted Derrick Henry, like pick eleven, pick twelve, pick eight, and I'm talking about like ten team, ten, twelve team superflex leagues where nobody was wanting Derrick Henry. And look at this, he's number one. He's just been dominating, dominating. Since the beginning of the season, you know, week yeah. one, everyone was like, oh, Derrick Henry, does he got it? He only got 15 points. And then week two, he's like, hey, what's up? 35 carries, 182 yards, three touchdowns, six catches, 55 yards. Derrick Henry's the man. Uh, there's no way you're trading for him if you have him. Um, I would I would say, yeah, you know, he's he's going to carry you to the promised land. Now, you just, we just got to dial up that team a little bit, maybe, depending on where you're at. And yep. you got a Super Bowl team. If you have Derrick Henry, he's going to take you to that title. Oh, for sure, for sure. I, I, I'm with you with that one. We like, I, I really think Derrick Henry is going to be the league winner. 
especially in the running back position, but I think he's going to be top notch. If you he's probably gonna be the common the common uh what do you call it? Denominator. Yes, of of leagues of, of winning teams. I think so. Because last night, dude, last night when I looked and I seen that, that they won, because I mean I turned the game off. Um I literally said, Okay, Derrick Henry's the MVP. That was the first that was the first place team. That was the, the hottest that was the hottest offense. If you watch the game, Buffalo was walking onto the field. You knew they were coming away with points every time they walked on the field. They knew they was leaving with points. Buffalo was cocky the whole game. Like they were almost looking like we can score whenever we want. Yeah. But I but when Derrick Henry turned when he tore off that seventy five yard, seventy four yard uh run for the touchdown, I was like, Yeah, okay. This is pretty early for him to be breaking up a big run like that. And then all of a sudden, A.J. Brown got – A.J. Brown on that crucial drive where Derek picked up his second touchdown, I think. A.J. Brown had two crucial uh, catches in that drive. I said, okay. And then I turned it off because, I mean, I didn't want to get in trouble at work. But I did not think that they were going to win. And, dude, they, they won that, man. Like, that was probably – it's crazy, Robbie, man. What you think – like, the television – the um. The prime time were like you know yeah first, every prime like, time game has been has great been this very, season very very entertaining even the shoot even the game before yeah. the Sunday night games the what they call them the American game or whatever those games been kind of um, entertaining man mm-hmm. so I've been very happy with. Uh, the primetime game, well, other than the London game, but those games don't count. Well, no, Twitter no was actually entertaining. I'll text you, man. That one, that that first drive was so beautiful. But yeah, yeah. two on Waddle. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, dude, I'm I'm, I'm like Derek hit man. I'm so mad. I had number one pick and number two pick in a couple of my money leagues, and I'm like, wow, I did not take Derrick Henry. Yeah, everybody wanted CMC, and now look yeah. where they're at. And then Cook is like the consistent, like, okay, he's the number two pick. It's crazy the two injured guys always go first and second. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was nice. Dawson Knox, he injured his hand uh, in the game, and yeah. this shouldn't be a big problem because they got a bye this week. Buffalo Bills have a bye. The Vikings have a bye this week. Yeah. Uh, who else has a bye? Minnesota has a bye. Yep. Uh, Jaguars have a buy, so if you have James Robinson, you're gonna have to yeah, sit him. Jay, Jay got a buy, but that's why we have the waiver wire show here today. We're gonna be getting you guys the people talking about people here. Donovan Peoples Jones, one of my first waiver wire guys, I'm very interested in. If you need a wide receiver, Donovan Peoples Jones. Oh, yes, he do. <laughs> that Even, dude. Even though I looked at my phone, he was catching the ball. Yeah. Even though it's only been two games here, the snap percentage has been going up since week five. I'm not worried about Landry. I'm not worried about Oldell Beckham. Um, Peoples-Jones, he's here to stay. They don't have a bye till week 13. Over the last two weeks here, he's got six catches uh, or five catches week five for 70 yards. This last week against Arizona, four catches, 101 yards, and two touchdowns. The volume of his targets is a little bit uh, worrisome just because it's not a big amount of targets. Um, But if you need a buy-in fill-in, I mean, there's some big games here. 
I'd pick him up, throw him in our lineup. You, the Browns are going up against Denver. Baker Mayfield is looking like he wants to play through this. We'll have to see a little bit more here tomorrow. Wednesdays is normally when we get a uh, majority of the injury updates, Wednesday, Thursday. So we'll be able to – well, actually, no, because the Browns play this week, don't they? Yeah. So I would assume that Mayfield I – don't, I don't really know. I don't think anybody knows what's going on with Mayfield. So, But I'll have to yeah. tell you – I'll tell you tomorrow. But either way, Donovan Peoples-Jones – out of my wide receivers, he's definitely number one. Um, number two oh, yeah. would be Jamal Agnew. He is on a bye this week, so you can't use him. Um, but over the, all over the last two weeks, mm-hmm. he has been – I'm getting his stats here for you. He's really been getting a lot of work, kind of similar to Donovan Peoples-Jones, you know, seven, six targets a game. Um, has yet to get the receiving or rushing touchdown, but they don't have DJ Chark. So they're going to – and now that they have the buy, I believe they're going to want to try and figure out more ways to get him looks. I mean, they have, you know, Chennault. They have Marvin Jones and Dan Arnold. So it's – he's not a massive pecking order. But I did watch the game uh, this mm-hmm. last weekend, and I'm pretty sure it was like the first drive or first play yep. that the, the Jaguars – Yeah, the first – yeah, the first two plays that the Jaguars had on the field mm-hmm. – was balls to Jamal Agnew. Yep, uh, so yeah. that Man. that says a lot saying that, hey, we want to get the tempo started and we're going to start it with this guy. Yep. So I would keep your eyes on Jamal Agnew. If you can pick him up and hold on to him for the buy this week, I definitely would do that. Yeah, for sure, dude. And if, uh, and if you like for the people who has Tim Patrick on their bench and scared to play him, there are, there are some juggernaut uh, receivers going on the buy this, this week. Some real, some people probably people been leaning on at least a couple of them. So uh, Tim Patrick, it, it's time for him to come off the bench, and it's time for you to put him in your flex at least, man. Tim Patrick has been unbelievable for the last for for the first six games. I believe I read something last night where he um he has scored he has scored or has hit over sixty yards every game. We he were telling scored. you guys to pick him up. He, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. He he has either had 80 receiving yards or touchdowns in the in five of the six games this year alone. So, and he and he has seen 21 targets over his last three games. So, um, it's time. I know you've been seeing him on your bench just cooking. You know, picking up. You know, what I'm saying double digits. That just when I read that, Robbie, all I think about. Okay, that's that's more than ten points. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. to me, sometimes sometimes that's all you need for your plug for your for your um your plug in. Unless you know you got unless you sitting real nice with your bye weeks. You know what I'm saying with your bye week plugins for your for your positions. Mm-hmm. That's all you're looking for. You know what I'm saying ten points. You're not gonna be too mad. You know. Yeah, better than better than a goose egg. So, some other names to throw out here on the wide receiver side: uh, Paris Campbell. Uh, yeah, Bateman. Uh, <laughs> Paris Campbell. He's injured. Um, the, there's no real timetable as to what's going on. He just has an ankle injury, and Frank Reich said it's significant, but he's yet yeah. to give a timetable for him. So, if you can pick him up, he's interesting to me. He did have just the one catch for like. I think it was like 50-something yards and a touchdown, mm-hmm. um, and that's where he ended up getting hurt. So 
Paris Campbell, he's not somebody you're going to be able to pick up and put in your lineup, but maybe the next couple of weeks, I don't know if, if he's able to, if he gets thrown on the IR or he puts on out, you could put him down in your IR spot. Um, Rashad Bateman, as uh, Jarrett was saying here. For real, man. Yeah. Right, he hasn't done anything yet. Right. Yeah, they they just did. threw him in there, dude. They like, right. You know 65% like, snap percentage, six targets, caught four of them for 29 yards. Was against the Chargers. This week they are going up against the Bengals. So if there's any time to buy Bateman, if you if you like been into him and you've just been waiting, right now is the time to go buy him. Um to see that they've actually, you know, threw him right in. Mm-hmm. But they know. They know he must be ready. Yeah. Um some other uh, ones here. I got I got one right go ahead. Now you looking. Uh what's the kid? Jared, uh is it man, my my name is Jerry. Jet 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 Peterson? Patterson? Jared Patterson. Jared Patterson. That's crazy, man. My mom and dad calls me that name, but my actual name is Jerry. That is freaky. So yeah, I've never seen Jared like that before. Yeah, dude. I, man, I, what you thinking about yeah. him? If uh, oh, dude, he's going right back in the lineup, bro. Yeah, dude. Because uh, you guys Gibson, forgot he's been tearing it up. Yeah, dude. Gibson has uh, man, Gibson was the reason why I had to watch that game last night, and yeah, I, I ended up losing my two points. But yeah, um, I like him, dude. His college tape, his college tape is crazy. I remember I watched a game of him, dude, where this dude had – I promise you, Robbie, I think this dude had like 10 carries, four touchdowns. He was over 200 yards, bro, and it wasn't even halftime or something like that. I read, I um, watched before, bro. Who, Jarrett so, Patterson? Yeah, when he was in college. Or Cadell Patterson. No, heck no. Not – no. Not Cordell. Cordell's old. No, Jared, Jared Pat- Pat- Patterson. He plays for – he plays for the um Washington football team. Let me spell the guy's name. J A R E T. That's right. Jared, Jared Patterson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The running yeah. back got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, I don't. You're confusing think me that, for a second. My bad, dude. I know uh McKissick is gonna probably get all that all that work. Hey, he but, was doing um, good in the preseason. Yeah, Jared that's Patterson what I was. was. Other than uh, yeah, other than um Stevenson from New England blowing it up. That whole preseason, somebody that didn't really get their name talked about too much was him, man. And it's probably because he was a Washington. You know what I mean? But dude, he is actually he's pretty good, man. And um before Washington gets behind, because I really don't know who they play this week, um, that might be a dude to pay attention to, especially if Gibson um MRI is gonna send him out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, because I mean, I haven't you got any? I haven't seen any news about what happened with him yet. Yeah, there's nothing really, out there yet. Yeah, I was trying to say unless I haven't really been looking, but yeah, dude, I I like I I, I like his opportunities and um, Devonte Freeman is surprisingly still on a lot of freaking waivers in Dynasty, and I don't understand why. But um. That's another person. And Mark Ingram, Robbie, have you looked up these stats from Mark Ingram? He ain't oh, I, no- I, I was going to bring up Devontae Freeman. Uh, since you bring him up, we'll Go talk ahead. about him now. <clears throat> um, Devontae Freeman last week, he had nine carries, 53 yards, and a touchdown. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the better, he was the best back out there. Le'Veon Bell went back to the practice squad. I'm interested in Devontae Freeman. He's actually one of, if you need a running back, he's my top running back pickup. Um, and essentially, depending on what your needs are, uh, I'd probably have him go first um, up there in my picks. But Devontae Freeman, uh, he just needed time to figure out the the game book, how to run with the the Ravens, and now he knows how to do it. Uh, I expect him to get more work. He's younger than Latavius Murray. Uh, Le'Veon Bill's washed up. Um, the only other person, the only other running back in that group that I'm, I still have interest in is Tyson Williams. He, he, they made him disappear. Uh, I would expect him to make a resurgence at some point. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't um, matter. His age is, you know what I mean, very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another person I want to throw out there is Mike Kosicki. If you guys need a tight end, he might be quietly out there on your waiver wire. Uh, this dude's getting a bunch of targets. And week one, it was very quiet against New England. He got like three targets, caught nothing. Week two against Buffalo, had six targets, caught three of them for 41 yards. Week three, he blew up 10 catches, 86 yards. You guys get what I'm saying. This dude is getting looks. Um, people were worried about, oh, it might just be Jacoby Brissett. Uh, but no, it's not. The The Dolphins do want to get him involved. Will Fuller's mm-hmm. still out. Um, Devontae Parker's still out. And even yeah, if Will Fuller comes out, I don't expect I don't expect that to really change anything for Mike Kosicki. I think he's, you know, a deep part of their offense. <clears throat> yeah. I'll be kind of scared. I'll start getting uncomfortable with Waddle. And that's what's crazy. I wouldn't really get uncomfortable with him, but I would think Fuller would uh, affect Waddle before he affects uh, Gasicki. Mm. That's what I think. Because, I mean, Gasicki is always up and under. And uh, clearly, him and uh, I can't think of the other guys in Hollins or Collins, those dudes are getting the ball a lot yeah. just on those drives. So I'm with you with those two. Yeah. Uh, my boy, my boy, was telling you guys about him a long time ago. Ramondre Stevenson. We finally get to see him week six. Five yeah. carries, only 23 yards. He did get the touchdown. Three he catches, did. 39 yards. Yeah. Look, they, Brandon Bolden's not going to do it, dude. Hell okay, man. He's old. He ain't doing nothing. Yeah. These yeah. other guys ain't doing nothing. It's Ramondre Stevenson. He's a big dude. Six foot tall, 227 pounds. We all see, we all saw, not see, we all saw what he did yeah. in the preseason. He was the preseason running back darling. Um, and he's just starting to buck his head up here. So oh if you God. can get well, in, you got to get in. He's about to tear it up. I'm telling you. you know, Harrison Harrison came off limping. Uh, he finished the game, but he did come off limping, and that's when uh, that's when Stevenson picked up that touchdown. But when he scored that touchdown, dude, I'm talking like he walked in out of a bunch of people. Like I think even when he walked into the touchdown, uh, a Dallas player like flew back. So it was like he walked – like when they say about the whole LeGarrette Blunt comparison, mm-hmm. yeah, I seen it on that one handoff. That, yeah. That touchdown handoff, I was like, wow, he just walked in there through a bunch of guys. So, yeah, I'm – yeah. He, Another um, one, Chris Evans, four carries, Ooh. only 18 yards. I get it, but he had three catches, 49 yards and a touchdown. Uh, does that remind you of anybody? 
Uh, how about the other running back on that team, Joe Mixon? Does it sound yeah. like somebody? This is like yeah. a little, just like a little, little taste of, of some yeah. good stuff here. Um, if you have Joe Mixon, you better go get Chris Evans. I'm telling yeah. you, you need you. If you have any of these top running backs, we're getting into the thick of it. You need to make sure you have, you know, your backup guys. Otherwise, when it comes to week ten and your guy goes down or week nine. Nobody's gonna mm-hmm. want to trade you unless you give them like your whole team. So mm-hmm. get get them while the price is right before the price is too high. Straight up. Uh, yeah. Just a couple more players here I want to talk about, and then we'll wrap it up, and then we'll get into um, some more good stuff tomorrow. Go ahead. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones. Oh man, dude, he was the tight end pick of the week. Over the last three weeks, he's been getting some. He's been getting work. Week four, two catches, nineteen yards. Last two weeks here, five and four catches for a combined ninety-nine yards and a touchdown. So he's getting he's getting some work here. Um, yeah, and he's only twenty-six. That's so crazy. And Washington right now, they're just throwing the ball. They just want to get those wins um, and do what they can. So I don't. I mean, he just stepped right into where uh, Logan Thomas was. Yeah, like for real. Uh, Cream Hunt, some news out there. He is set to miss four to six weeks. Uh, mm. What's your take here, Jarrett, on yeah. um, the Ernest Johnson or Felton? I'm going. I'm going. Uh, man, dude, that's so crazy that you acting with that man. You know what? It's it's um, hard because some some both might be out there, right? And you, you might know, only have one spot. You got to pick right. one. I think everybody. I, I think this is a situation where everybody's gonna go run to Johnson, but uh, Felton had a season high in snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he returns punts. I don't think that matters unless you got one. Unless you're uh, just to throw it out there, though, Nick Chubb. Uh, did open practice as did not practice. Mm, so that's even that's big. So basically, the Browns' backfield is based possibly on a lot of people's waivers. Um, as of right now, Robbie, on this beautiful Tuesday morning, um, I would probably go with Felton as of right now. Yeah, he's more of that receiving back. Johnson's yeah. more of that running down, you know, yeah. Nick Chubb style. Yep, and especially if uh, if Baker, like, the, I guess the Browns is a team to watch for this week because fit at least forty to thirty percent of their two running backs that possibly they're going to be going with is on people's waivers, and then on top of that, Baker may not even play this week, so the Browns may be behind. And that's why I'm more leaning towards Felton, just being the change of back. You know what I mean? Trying to yeah. save the clock, trying to get, you know what I'm saying, up-tempo type back. So I would probably go with him. One more running back I want to throw out there, DJ Dallas for Seattle. Yeah, Ooh. Alex Collins, he's dealing with some hip glue and it says that he should be fine he this week. They do. Uh, I thought I read something that said he ain't playing. Oh, he's not so. playing? I thought I seen that they said that he should be okay. I'm uh, not saying that he is playing, but so that he should yeah. be all right. But this last week, DJ Dallas, four carries, only 17 yards, 
but he did have five catches uh, for 33 yards. Okay. Yep. And this was against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is, you know, they're they're pretty good against the run. They're not mm-hmm. terrible. Alex Collins did get some runnings on them, um, but uh, yeah, DJ Dallas. I I mean, this last season he looked pretty good. We're thinking that he was going to be the one this season, but uh, here he is. He's starting to get some more attention. I yeah. definitely would. He's a speculative ad. See what see what happens here. Rashad Penny is set to come back, but I mean that dude has not stayed healthy. He hasn't even been able to be on the field uh, for a while. So he might be somebody also if you're looking at that backfield. But if I'd have to choose a two, Dallas would be the one that's been in there. You yeah. know, so Penny's just coming back. Too. Yeah, I would not think about Penny right now. You gotta watch his snap, his snap count, and everything. He's still, you know, what I mean, he's come, he's just coming out of the. He's just coming out the cage, so yeah, I, I would go with DJ Dallas for sure. But yeah, that probably will be it, Rob. All right, guys, you heard it here. You got your uh, week seven waiver wire ads. There are a lot of good names out there for you guys to pick up. People are going to help you get some, you know, get you those doves, yeah, or at least yeah. get you through those bye weeks. I mean, yeah. bye weeks are very important too. Oh yeah, this oh yeah, this this bye week really hurts a lot of people. Especially, I've seen a lot of people showing names their bye weeks. Oh yeah, a lot of people showing their bye weeks, and just let me let me know that I might be old school um fantasy, but I still pay attention to bye weeks and players, dude. I will not pick up players if I got too many players on the same bye. I just you can't make the team, man. You didn't make the cut because I I don't want to be sitting at week six trying to build up. Uh, almost a whole t- whole team, dude. That gets stressful. I'm gonna throw this out there. One of my leagues that I'm in, uh, we're at the start. Two running backs. Um, I have, I think it was Dalvin Cook and somebody else, both on a bye. So my running back oh, spots man. were were shot, but I have uh, James Connor and Chase Edmonds on a team. Oh. So I threw those two boys in there. Well, there you go. That it it might be a little good. shaky, but hey, that's yeah. a good dart throw right there. Oh, Those two sure. good, some good games going. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Good luck with that one. Um, but other than that, I think that's going to be it for today's episode. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Start breaking down um, the games, talking about trades, any yeah. tilts. Talk about some more of these buys of who should we tilt with because there's going to be your team. Could be a little bit hit, and then you might be looking down at points where you're scraping at the bottom. You need a guy to get you 10 points at least, you know. So we'll go over who's going to be tilting for this week on tomorrow's episode. For sure, man. All right, Jared. I appreciate you coming on, homie. You going to be on hey, tomorrow? Man. man, for sure, man. Just sitting there, man. I'll text you tonight. You already know, bro. All right, guys. You guys have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Take All it right. easy. Yep. Make that call. Yeah. <laughs>